0: Welcome to the latest United We Stand podcast, I'm Andy Mitton and we're recording this just after Manchester United have beaten Brighton and Hove Albion. Came from behind, yet again, more points from a losing position than any other team in the league. United a second with 60 points from 30 games, that is 14 more points than at the same stage last season. And I've said that a few times, and I think that's relevant, but we also must stress that last season's points total was nowhere near sufficient. And while nobody will be celebrating finishing second, I think it's also fair to say nobody expected United to finish second this season. I think everybody thought that it would be Liverpool and City. And now United are 11 points clear of fifth place uh, Liverpool and Tottenham. So... The team are in a, a very strong position, I say that with a book because Manchester City are strolling away with the league, but it's comfortable in the Premier League and United can now focus on the Europa League match at Granada, I'll be there, I'll start recording the next podcast from there on Thursday. Uh, Granada got beat 3 uh, nil by Villarreal at the weekend, so... United will be clear favourites for that one and it's the biggest game in Granada's history, it's just a shame a great shame that there will be no fans there for them but also for United because Granada is one of the best cities in Spain, it's absolutely beautiful a great place for a European away trip the weather gets nice you could ski there if you wanted to go on the beach if you wanted to, there's only 50 Less than 50 miles between the beaches of the costas and the Sierra Nevada, but we're not going to talk about geography. I'm joined now we stand contributor. We've both just watched the game against Brighton Remo. What did you make of it? One of the our other United we stand contributors, Alex just messaged me and said, we would have been booed off the pitch after that. I, I disagree with him. I just couldn't imagine United fans booing the team off after coming behind against Brighton a poor first half performance from United or a good first 10 minutes but Brighton. and then United got better not much better but better in the second half and obviously got them two goals from Marcus Rashford and two top top goals what did you make of it
1: yeah it was a bit deja vu I don't think they'd have been booed off at the end by any stretch of the imagination I'm not sure where that comes from but there might have been a few rumblings at half time it was uh, it was a poor first half by the first first 5 or 10 minutes they looked really sharp uh, but yeah they 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 just went into a shell after after brighton scored and and just did that thing where they just move it from side to side with with no real purpose up front cavani didn't look right to me at all didn't look match fit or sharp um but you know they found a way to win, and that's you know that's going to be really really important if they can keep that that going into next season with some additions to the team. Then that's going to be really important because it's that it's that will to win and, and believing they're going to win um, that is 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 absolutely vital. So yeah, you know it wasn't ideal a lot of it, but um, I thought that you know some stuff was really good. Greenwood played well. Shaw was excellent again. And um you know, dif- defense solid apart from, you know, Wan-Bissaka for the goal who uh, again lost lost against a good cross. Um but overall, yeah, you know, a wins a win.
0: So you mentioned a few of the the players there. Cavani, I thought he had he had a very poor game. I think it's been important that he's started matches, he's started far too few matches. And I always felt that he's either going to be a Zlatan signing or a Falcao signing. And it's looking more like a Falcao signing. He's just not yeah, playing definitely. enough matches and he's missing games for different reasons. And there's mitigating circumstances. I've said it a few times. The timing of the move is bad. He's moved to a city in a pandemic in a where he doesn't speak the language. He got accused of being racist for a tweet, which I didn't think was racist, but He looks so off the pace against Brighton. Luke Shaw is the cover star of the new United We Stand. That comes out on Tuesday. You can order a copy if you pay pal. $3.99 to UWSMag at Yahoo.co.uk. You can subscribe to the digital edition. That's probably cheapest outside the UK if you want to avoid the postal charges. And There's loads of stuff in that issue, including a page from your good self, um, Jamie. We asked readers to send some questions in for us. Have you got them to hand?
1: Yeah, I've got a few of them. Yeah, yeah, I've just been looking at them now. Yeah, interesting. Any good ones? Well, the one that interested me the most was one uh, basically that asked, would we take Liverpool winning the Champions League if it meant stopping City winning the... uh, the quadruple
0: or the treble Oof, that's like the horse question but for football it is a bit yeah um what would you go on that one
1: yeah I, i'd have liver i'd have yeah liverpool winning what would it be seven then would it yeah uh, yeah i'd take that every day of the week if it stops city doing either the treble or the quadruple i am got to um, watch
0: liverpool on tuesday in madrid Last time I went to uh, see Liverpool was in Madrid uh, in 2019, so that was obviously a buzz. But anyway, that's an aside. Any other decent questions?
1: Um, a lot of questions about Marshall, and uh, quite a few about, uh, about Pogba. Someone asked De Gea or Henderson, and, and genuinely therefore, Andy, what would you have said? Who did you think was going to get picked today?
0: I thought Henderson because I think I know that the coaches inside Old Trafford feel that at the very least he deserves a run of games rather than isolated cup matches. He's getting that run of games, you could say he deserves that run of games. I don't think Ollie's made his mind up as to who's going to be his number one. I know he says that he's got two number ones, but let's be realistic, it's not really worked at any club switching goalkeepers throughout. Uh, a season so slightly complicated because De Gea earns so much money I don't think there'll be a a long queue of uh, takers for him his stock in Spain is nowhere near what it was and yet he's the highest paid Spanish uh, not just goalkeeper but footballer in the world what's your view on it how do you think Henderson did do you think he's got a a long term future at United
1: yeah definitely I do Um, he made a good save which Unfortunately, led to their goal, but it was a good save from the initial uh, header. He, um, I don't know, he just looks a bit more confident to me, um, and I think he, I, rightly or wrongly, I think his his communication is better with his defenders now. Whether that's a language thing or not, uh, I don't know, but I, I I think he's he's more comfortable coming for the ball. Probably not as good a shot stopper as De Gea, but you know, De Gea has proved more fallible in that regard over the last couple of seasons and I think, like you say, Henderson deserves his chance. It was interesting though on the United We Stand message board that prior to this game this week everyone was saying Henderson should play but De Gea, it'll be De Gea who gets the nod and I genuinely never thought that but um, it's interesting to see how many people didn't didn't trust Olay to give um, to give Henderson the start. And he did, and, and rightly he did as well, because he's done nothing wrong. And, uh, you know, that those are the breaks, aren't they? You know, De has had a few weeks off for family reasons, and you get that. But, uh, yeah, hopefully Henderson takes this opportunity, because he, he, he did nothing wrong today. Certainly wasn't at fault for the goal. And, uh, yeah, I think he's... Uh, He's worth taking. I mean, what's De what's Gea on? three, 300 grand, 350 grand a week?
0: Yeah, I mean, he signed the contract from a position of strength because he, he could have left for free and United would have had to spend a lot of money on a new goalkeeper. So if you look at what Kepa cost Chelsea, 60, 68, 69 million from Athletic Club. So De Gea was in a really good position and he'd been playing well too. So. He's, he's earning an awful lot. I don't know the exact amount. It's, it's, not, um, it's not been made public, And but you know, I, c- I can say with confidence that he, he's, he's one of the top two earners at, at Manchester United. Paul Pogba is another uh, big earner. And Oystein asks, uh, do you believe he'll sign a new contract? So I thought it was quite interesting last week, reports in, in Italy that he wants to leave, wants to leave this summer. And I speak to people who are very close to him, and they just denied that. So, don't know where the truth lies. Uh, but I, I trust the people who who were telling me that information. Paul Pogba will leave Manchester United at, at some point, but as far as I can, as far as I am told, he would be amenable to signing a new contract, and he's not actively looking to leave. Manchester United. More than that, I think he needs to do a bit more than he did against Brighton. Uh, although he did he did get better and it was his volley assisted the goal, didn't it? The winning goal. I know you've not been Pogba's biggest fan, have you?
1: No, and he was poor tonight. Um, I'd love to have a I'd love to have an energized, enthused Paul Pogba playing for Manchester United. Um but I think the interesting thing is, Andy, yeah, you you know, you've spoken to someone who says he's not going anywhere. But how much of that is down to the fact that, that again, no one can really afford him and, and no one really wants him because he's you know, I think he's a shadow of the
0: player he was. It's definitely a factor. Before he joined yeah. United, Barcelona wanted him, but didn't have yeah, the I'm money. Sure. Madrid mm-hmm. wanted him and he wanted to go to Madrid. They were his first choice and yeah. United Convinced him to, to come back to Old Trafford by saying, we'll rebuild the team about you. Whereas if you go to Madrid, you'll be the number five star, if you like. And United sold him on this idea that he'd be a main man and showed him the social media interactions when he was linked to United as opposed to Real Madrid. And, and he bought it, but overall he's underwhelmed. He's had a couple of decent seasons, but I think we all expected more of the most expensive player in the world. Uh, it'd be nice to see him and Bruno properly chime and United to push towards a league title, but the, he needs to be more consistent, completely needs to be more consistent. We should say that the youth team uh, lost to Liverpool. It's a big disappointment, that, on Saturday. Uh, Neil Ryan named a really strong youth team with players like um, Shola, Shoretire, uh, Joe Hugill, um, Hannibal Medgeberry and Liverpool took the lead after 13 minutes and just defended it out. So real frustrating on that for the youth team because United have put a lot into youth and into youth development and uh, several of those players started. But then I always remember Sir Alex Ferguson telling players that a youth team containing Johnny Evans, Gerard Piquet, Giuseppe Rossi and a uh, few others, maybe Ryan Shawcross, got knocked out in the FA Youth Cup third round, the first game that they played, at home to Stoke City. And they went on to have decent careers, but I still think lifting the Youth Cup would have been a big plus for for United uh, this season.
1: Uh, Interesting though, isn't it? When you talk about that, I was listening to an argument on the radio this week about the England under-21s and how... Um, oh, I've forgotten the manager's name briefly, but... um. You know, they were saying they should sack the manager. And they said, well, what, what is the is is the, is the the point of England under-21s to go and win a tournament or to provide players who are ready to play international football for the full team? And you can say the same about the youth team, or the younger teams, if you like, at United. Yeah. Is the point to go and win the FA Youth Cup, which is a great, you know, don't get me wrong, it's a great thing to do. But Chelsea have won it a lot. And and to be fair, yeah, you know, you could argue some of those players are now coming through, but they, they weren't when City when Chelsea were winning the league and, and when they were you know, when they were last challenging. Um, it, it depends. Are you gonna provide is it is it the point to just provide two or three players every couple of years who are good
0: enough for the first team? Yeah, really... it's definitely about developing the players, but I think any game against Liverpool's always about the result. Yeah, of course it
1: is. At, at that at that level it is, yeah. yeah. And, and when you're playing against them, of course it is. It's just interesting to me that whole people suddenly dive on it and say, Christ, they've lost against Liverpool, that's not good enough. Um, but you'd still say, out of that, I mean, I, I don't watch it as much as you do, Andy, but, you know, there's still two or three real possibilities there, um, aren't there? You know, Hugo, McNeil, Hannibal, uh Sure, yeah, uh, and, you know good good players yeah, who, who really yeah. should be making it at united
0: whether they will or not I can remember yeah. all the excitement around people like james wilson there are so many factors yeah but, but we'll, we'll see on that um manscaped uh have you received your um well, tell me what you've received
1: i received what they what they term as a lawnmower lawnmower version 3 3.0 um and on top of that i, I, I threw in a couple of extras which was uh, a bottle of ball toner which uh, you spray on after you've used the lawnmower uh, just to freshen things up a bit although it, it, it specifically states on the side of the bottle um, to make sure that you do not spray onto the tip of the penis and uh i uh yeah I, anyway yeah that, that <laughs> did you that, uh, yeah i did it's, it's quite hard to miss when you you know when you spray <laughs> from underneath uh anyway yeah i did it was a bit like there's a certain shower gel um that isn't sponsoring the podcast so we're not we won't, talk about them but sometimes if you uh if you rub that on the uh on the aforementioned uh, part then you get a bit of a, a bit of a sensation it yeah it was it was it was a sharp sting let's put it that way uh and i also oh yeah i bought some stuff to spray on my feet which is now to do with it the, the lawnmower worked pretty nicely i mean i've sent you the photos and i think you were quite impressed um,
0: <laughs> oh. I wasn't quietly impressed. I've not offered any opinion whatsoever. Your
1: <laughs> words you. were good God.
0: <laughs> um but I sent
1: before and after photos to a few people and you know, John Ashton who's on this this podcast quite regularly, his words were it looks a lot better. Um and I think that's that's a triumph for Manscaped. Um, if we can walk away and say that, you know, that lawnmower made me look a lot better, um, then then well done to them and uh,
0: more power to their lawnmower. What percentage of people listening to this do you think shave down there? Because I have not got a clue. Yeah, I
1: don't know, Andy. Uh, it's an interesting one. I mean, given that we played Brighton tonight and there might be a few people down in Brighton listening, I, I'd hate to categorise that but I, I you know brighton being the fun loving um liberal city that it is uh i let, let's just say that i think people down there probably are a little more open about these
0: things than, than we are up north um i, I, I just don't I, know that, what to say i mean i've received the product and uh, like I've not I've not done the shaving bit but like the boxer shorts are really nice the sprays are all really nice you get a 20% off we, we've paid for your one it's not a freebie that's why I'm asking is it is it decent gear because if you yeah. if you if you go it well, is yeah uh,
1: you know I, I it's not cheap but it's a bit cheaper with the discount and i don't know like you said it is probably an age related thing but you know uh Let's, oh, I don't know. G- give it a go. Give it a go, lads,
0: and uh, see what comes of it. So you get so 20% just... off and free shipping with the code UNITED if you go to manscaped.com. It says do yourself a favour and always use the right tools for the job. Say hello to your new beautiful balls with Manscaped. You can get anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturiser because we Got know
1: how with him, it's seriously, it's a little torch so you can see where you're going. That's <laughs> great. Where's the torch? Well, it's in the head of the uh of the of the shaver,
0: right? Because it
1: can get quite dark down there. Obviously, you know, so you just you know it it helps you just make sure you don't nick anything that doesn't want to be nicked. Where do you do the shaving in the shower? No, that's it. That's an interesting one. I, I, I don't because our shower blocks really easily, so. <laughs> You've got to straddle the toilet um but i did notice that one of their products is like a mat that you could you could like shave it on and uh and then just pour the clippings into the bin or whatever but yeah i straddled the
0: toilet and just uh just shaved it <laughs> <laughs> right enough 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 all i say is for a limited time ah. people who order get two free gifts to get a travel bag it's, it's a nice one and some uh, boxes which uh, reduce chafing. So, there you go. Go to manscaped.com and just have a look if you're interested in that sort of stuff. We've got some more uh, questions. Um, what's the scene coming through from different people? Plenty of transfer talk, but the club evidently continue to demonstrate taking the cheap option, asks Woody. Is there a serious transfer budget this summer or will it be more hot air from Ed and frustration for the fans? Uh, I actually think United have spent a lot of money. I don't think they've gone for the cheap option. I don't think you'd ever call Harry Maguire uh, or Alexis Sanchez uh, cheap. I just don't think United have spent the money particularly well uh, in the post-Ferguson era, uh, especially up until a couple of years ago. As far as I understand, there, there absolutely is money this summer. don't think we're going to be seeing stupid amounts spent, but you could probably say that across football. Uh, but United need to strengthen. Oli absolutely wants to strengthen, and he needs at least one more Bruno-class player. Everyone's talking about Haaland, and there's a bit of a circus developing around Haaland as his agent and his father travel around Europe, uh, putting out their demands. And it's off the scale, and you might say that's because he's 20 years old and he's looking like the best centre-forward in world football right now for the next decade. I know United have tried to sign him twice in the past. Ollie Gunner obviously knows him, and I'd love to see him at Old Trafford. I wrote a piece the other day saying that the the forward line is, is not prolific enough. Bruno Fernandes is by a distance the top scorer, but... I just can't see United going to way over £100 million and acceding to all those demands from, from the agent. But I don't know who else will either, because City have never been big on that. Madrid and Barca have got financial problems. You will not put it past them to get some money in from somewhere else. PSG, I don't know. Would you like to see Haaland at Old Trafford? Chelsea, they spend money. They spend serious money.
1: I'd love to see them at United, yeah. I think that would be a massive statement would it be would it be absolutely right for us i don't know i've not watched enough of him the the bits i see are obviously like a highlight reel you know you see the goals go flying in and you think christ there's a there's a player um but you know uh, we can keep buying midfielders till the cows come home we, we need something up front Andy you saw that tonight and we need something different and we need someone who's going to pull defences and, and make those runs and, and you know threaten because teams are too too comfortable with with Rashford right out there on the left and he's you know he runs at them he beats the first player but they they can shuffle lads across and put two or three on him and inevitably someone gets a nick on it Goes out for a corner, and we don't threaten from corners. Um, there's just not enough going on up front for me, and uh, yeah, I'd break the bank for Haaland, I think I said that last time. Um, so, yeah, that's that's my opinion i Do it.
0: Well, I wrote uh, I wrote that on Friday. I mean, I yeah. just think it's it's an, it's a no brainer, but it will be very difficult to game. But the best players tend to be difficult, don't they? Yeah, Ferguson of course. Always said that he didn't like it when he got an easy player. He, he felt that. We had to work to get get a player. And United did that with Paul Pogba and Ed Woodward had talked about United being able to compete with anyone in the transfer market. I think that's slightly changed now with, with PSG and uh, Chelsea and Manchester City in the way that they're funded. Uh, the next question from Akasau, I think. Uh, How are we going to close the gap to Man City? Which players should we bring in and why? And Matthew Judd has replied to him. Last summer, people were asking how United will close a 33-point gap on Liverpool. This season, as it stands, we're 11 points clear of them. Every season is different, but what is certain? That everyone will start on no points. So there's going to be no clo- no gap to close initially. Well, of course, but I think <laughs> <laughs> no shit. Not the badge. I, th- I think it's pretty ominous with City. They've got a brilliant manager and they've got a, a very good squad and, and it's just a very well-run machine at the moment and
1: yeah but they also tend to i don't know they, they, they tend to go in cycle city and they do you know they, they'll have a season on a season off and they were you know they were fairly you know not they were better than us last season but they were pretty average um in the league and like you say liverpool hammered them i don't know you know i mentioned earlier we we we're starting to get that winning mentality where they believe they can win even when they go behind and and they're not you know they don't panic it's a we're a couple of players away i'm i'm convinced of that um but you know city city will strengthen this summer liverpool will chelsea will um so it's about how those players fit and uh and injuries and fans coming back. There's so many factors um, and you're just going to need, you know, there's, there's going to be a bit of luck involved. But um, yeah, you know, you, who would have said City would be, or, or in our case, you know, how far behind Liverpool we were last season and then that turns around completely this
0: season. It's, it's, a, it's a funny old game saying, K Mac wants to know Martial stay or go? Too un- too inconsistent, so I think go. And yeah, he should think... be signed this summer? What do you think?
1: Yeah, no, I I would absolutely agree. Um, he's a slapped arse at the best of times, and he's just not played well enough this season. Um, he's, you know, he's had his he's had his good times at United, but I, you know, he's not he's not a a centre forward, I think we could still get decent money for him Um, and if that contributes towards getting
0: someone like Haaland then great Andrew McCarthy said will Nicky Buck be replaced or will some of his responsibilities go with Darren Fletcher Uh, I've not been told that Nicky Buck will be replaced now I think it's uh, sad that, that he's going and I don't think there's any new appointments imminent there Uh, Would you expect many outgoings at United this summer to facilitate incomings? I think that there's several players United will take a a bid for uh, and try and actively move on. The same problems face the club that uh, have been the hallmark of recent years in that they earn too much money. So United have got to offset the wages in a lot of cases. The best example of that was probably Nani when he went to sport in Lisbon. United paid such a high percentage of these of these wages. Uh, Craig wants to know what players from the 18s or the 23s are likely to be part of the first team next season. I think we've touched on on the names that are coming through. Um, someone also mentioned James Garner. Uh, he's doing really well at Forest. I, I've been told that uh, he wouldn't. It, it would be better for him next season to go on loan again. This time to a Premier League club and continue his Im- his improvement, but he's doing really well there, and he's a sort of Michael Carrick style uh, player. Uh, but he's definitely highly rated at Old Trafford. Uh, any other questions you can see, Remo?
1: Can't see anything that's that's uh, standing out. I'm interested in that Garner one. Whenever I've looked at him, he looks a bit slight to
0: me. Well, he is. He's not ready for the first team yet. No. But how old is he? 7. <laughs> no. <laughs> he's uh I think he's 20. I'll just check as I speak to you. He's 2021. 20, so
1: yeah, so I mean he's going to fill out a bit and yeah. you know
0: put some muscle on and
1: what have you but um you know that's always Matic's, you know, because you would presume if we could if we could offload Matic within the next 12 months then that's the kind of um, role that Garner might step into, but the, the one advantage Matic has is that he's a he's a unit, and, and people don't knock him off the ball. He's a bit slow, um, but he wins headers, and he, you know, he, he's like I say, he's not going to get knocked off the ball. Garner just looks like he might get physically dominated, to me. And 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 if you're going to get dominated, you'll get dominated in the championship. So if he's doing all right there, then. You know he's learning and that's great um
0: he's 20 he's just he's just turned 20. Um, oh,
1: well he's got he's got plenty of time yet um so yeah you know it, it, it's it's all good there's so many there are you know we we say it a lot but there's so many young lads who look promising at the minute um it's as good as it's ever been i would say
0: we've got another offer for, for beer um Beer fifty two. We've got the offer is a free case of eight Belgian beers. You've just got to pay five ninety five uh, in in postage. Uh, you've received this case of beers.
1: Have Andy? Yeah, I've been drinking a couple of them tonight. Um, the one I was drinking during the second half, which obviously coincided with United's upturn in performance, was Vit beer uh, with orange peel and coriander which uh, you wouldn't you wouldn't probably expect to be a decent combination but it wasn't bad actually it says a a, bol- a belgian beer for modern times um so yeah i yeah i'd definitely recommend it what beer with beer. orange peel in it sounds mingy well you wouldn't you wouldn't choose to put coriander in it either would you but i think the belgians have hit on a slight winner here um like the marrowan Fellaini of uh of beers looks a bit funny but does the job
0: um, and what do you get when 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 all the cans come are they all different ones yeah all different and you get a
1: massive range stouts um white beers ipas um you get a little bag of beer nuts um it's worth it for 5.95 absolutely and and you know, I've I've had Beer 52 before in terms of um, cases from them and, and, you know, it's good stuff. They know that, you know, <laughs> without being fairly obvious and stating the obvious, they do know their stuff and they pick decent beers and, uh, you know, you always hit on a couple that, that turn out to be winners. So um, it, it's, it's fairly good value and whilst we're all still sat at home for the foreseeable, I know pubs are opening and they're not too distant, but... You're still going to be sat in your garden a lot this summer, so uh, I reckon that's a a worthwhile investment, definitely.
0: If you you go to beer52.com forward slash united, and if you cover the five ninety five postage, Beer 52 will send eight cans straight to your door. They visit a different country each month. This month is Belgium. And they find the best small batch breweries. They sample their finest craft beers, and then they curate a case and they send them to you. So that's the one which you received. I got the one the month before, and you can all you, can, you just get a good selection of beers. There. Any others? You mentioned the one with orange peel in it. <laughs> Any others? Yeah, I had the tried?
1: stout. Well, I had the stout after I played five aside the other night. Uh, probably wasn't the best time for a stout to be honest, but. <laughs> uh, it was all right, yeah. It was all good, Andy. I would say if you're a beer fan, and I, I suspect many people listening to this podcast like it, like a drop. Um,
0: give it a go. There's no minimum commitment. If you can, you can just take the free case, try the beers, and see what you think. If it's not for you, you can pause or cancel at any time. So go to beer fifty two com. That's beer 52com com forward slash united and Away you go with that. We're coming towards the end now of uh, this this podcast. Um, let's see what but else we Tell doing. me why, Andy. Yeah.
1: Why is the Northwest regional news called Granada?
0: I always understood that the people who originally set up the channel, David Plowright, if I'm not mistaken, thought that granada was their favorite city that they visited and took the name from from that is that right and it was an off
1: the cuff because you were going on about granada before and i was i was drifting away a bit thinking of lucy meacock (laughs) in the day um (laughs) and i've started thinking of her again now anyway (laughs) I i was just thinking of uh yeah, I was just thinking, bloody hell. So I wonder, I wonder if it, actually there is a link there between, you know, Granada reports and
0: uh, and the city itself. The must yeah. be, but. Uh... Oh, well, I tell you who told me that, um, Stephen F. Kelly. Stephen is a Liverpool fan who, li- who lives in Manchester, and he's written eighteen books, most of them about Liverpool. But one of them was an, an oral history of Granada because he worked there for a long time. He worked on like World in Action. He was quite a serious journalist um and i think sydney bernstein started started granada uh but yeah it was definitely because of the city in spain and it's still going in it still got granada reports and yeah
1: absolutely yeah
0: and um so i mentioned david plowright he was a big hitter his daughter kathy went out with gary bailey the old united goalkeeper (laughs) Who didn't go out with Gary Bailey? He had
1: had a few, didn't
0: he? Gary gave us a great interview years ago where he said he joined Manchester United and he'd go out, he'd be in Manchester and like no girls were interested in him whatsoever. And when he told them that he was a goalkeeper at Man United, they're like, yeah, whatever. They just didn't believe him. And he just said, I was just a spotty kid with a weird accent from South Africa. And then when he got into the first team, (laughs) whoa, his world changed. And he thought, I am the man. <laughs> he said, there's so much female interest. And Gary's a good-looking lad, and he's, he's a well-educated, interesting well, yeah. lad. Beating them off with a shitty stick. <laughs> he lived in Didsbury, which isn't a place where a lot of footballers tend to live. Although um, I think Zabaletta lived there, the, uh, the City fullback. It's Quite an interesting yeah. place for, for footballers to live. But yeah, he went out with uh, Caffy Plowright. I don't know how on earth we've got. Got got into this, but yeah, I mean, I've been to Granada seventeen or eighteen years ago, and only for a day. But it is a really beautiful city. It's just a shame that United fans can't go there and Granada fans as well. But
1: well, you're going, mate.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go to Madrid and then head south on the on the Avi train. And um, it's weird. I mean, it's weird covering these games as a journalist. And Milan was just just weird you're just there in an empty stadium I and mean, it's my job, it's how I am my living and I am looking forward to visiting Granada and it's not in lockdown like Milan was and the game will be played in Granada unlike the Real Sociedad game which was moved to, to Turin so let's, let's see how it goes but hopefully this will be the last season of this and next season United will be in the Champions League and we'll get some good draws, it's looking good for the Champions League now Yeah, nailed
1: on now, isn't it? That was was crucial tonight with Leicester losing and Chelsea getting absolutely hammered, let's just say, I was going to say something worse, but hammered by West Brom yesterday. I think we're uh, we're home and hosed. And, you know, it might be an opportunity to give some of those young lads a chance before the end of the season as well. Um, You know, who knows? But it, it might be worth a shot if... To me, it doesn't really matter whether you come second, third, or fourth. It might to the money man a bit, but um, you know, realistically, if it's a chance to blood a few youngsters when we uh, when we know we've got that Champions League spot, then you know that bodes better for next season and also for our chances in the Europa, obviously, because we can
0: really focus on that. United have only lost four games this season in the league out of thirty, uh, and and three of them yeah. were in like the first month. It's a good record that. Really. Just the draws, too many draws, nine draws. Yeah, some silly ones, but we'll rectify that next year. I hope so. So United have lost four, City have lost three, but the the, the team with the fewest defeats outside of United and City is Chelsea with seven. So Mm. United have avoided uh, the the defeats. I'm still a bit annoyed about that Leicester Cup game and the RB game, but I suppose losing is part of football and it's been... Good to have you on, mate. I do thank you for your time. Not at all. I'm going to crack on with my Belgian beers. Do you want me to bring anything from Granada?
1: Lucy Meacock? Some orange peel? Lucy Meacock. Oh, that was a... Anyway, I've gone. I've gone.